वेलकम बैक लिसनर्स टू द ऑल न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ किस्सा बचत का सॉरी आई गॉट अ बिट लेट ऑन माई स्केड्यूल दिस टाइम आफ्टर मोर देन फोर मंथ्स ऑफ हाउस अरेस्ट वी डिड सम ट्रैकिंग लास्ट वीक विच वॉज क्वाइट रिफ्रेशिंग वाइल आई वॉज आउट आई गॉट एन एनक्वायरी ऑन वॉट पर्सनल फिनेंस इज ऑल अबाउट हियर इज माई शॉर्टेस्ट आंसर टू द डेफिनेशन ऑफ पर्सनल फाइनेंस पर्सनल फाइनेंस इज एटी परसेंट बिहेवियर एंड ट्वेंटी परसेंट कॉमन सेंस my job here is to focus on 20% common sense part and unlock as much information to you as possible for do it yourself investments i'm dedicating this podcast to fixed income securities which will include the following topics what are fixed income securities and what goals should they be tied to various options that are available with respect to fixed income securities risk and return profile for various types of fixed income securities finally my take on how your portfolio should look like let's take a deep dive into what is fixed income security an investment that gives you predictable cash flow monthly quarterly yearly or at the end of the investment period over a definitive period of time can be categorized as fixed income securities other interchangeably used words are bonds debt instruments cash investments etc since there is a high degree of predictability of what you are going to get back on your investments fixed income securities are much safer as compared to equities let me explain it with an example if i have invested rupees 100 in buying a corporate bond and rupees 100 worth of shares of the same company example sahara group and when sahara group went bankrupt then after the bank sold all the assets of sahara the first thing they have to pay is to the bond holders so they will have to pay me the principal and interest for the bond assets that i hold and then if there is any money left in the kitty shareholders will get their money It's always good to tie a reasonable proportion of your retirement goal to fixed income securities. Not just retirement, but I would recommend to move a large portion of your equities to fixed income to the significant key goal which is approaching in one or two years time. For example, your child's marriage or your child's college education. Debt funds are liquid, meaning money can be pulled out at any point of time. and they are reasonably secure meaning you know what you are going to get back i know what you are thinking right now this sounds like fixed deposits that we keep in banks which earns interest so what's new well you are right fixed deposits or cds are a type of fixed income securities but they are not the only ones in my previous podcast i had mentioned that the money invested in bank either in fixed deposits or cds is only insured and secured up to 5 lakh by dicgc so if the bank goes bankrupt then you can get a max of 6 lakhs have this thumb rule by hearted for bonds or fixed income securities when the bond price is high yield or returns will be low and vice versa for example a rupee 100 t bill trading at a discount of 3% or making 3% returns will be traded at 97 you can buy it at 97 rupees and at the end of the maturity you will be getting 100 rupees back this brings me to the next topic investment option categories within fixed income 
The first one is government bonds. These are also called as sovereign debt securities. If you invest in these type of securities, then your money is backed by the government. What it means is you will never lose your money because if government runs out of money, RBI starts to print more money. Some examples include T-bills, GSECs, GOI dated bonds. In 2019, National Stock Exchange of India introduced GoBid app, which allows retail customers like you and me to place bids and buy these bonds during the time of issuing. It's a great initiative to provide a forum to retail investors. All you need here is an existing depository participant account. For example, Sher Khan, ICICI, HDFC Securities, anything would work. If you need to know more about this, WhatsApp me and I will give you more information. The next is Bharat Bond ETF. These are exchange traded highly liquid funds which invest in secure government bonds, which in turn invest in government projects. I should commend that the government has done its bit to do the marketing of these ETFs as well. From the money security perspective, they are almost in par with government sovereign debt funds, which I discussed above. These funds enjoy indexation benefit, meaning you are taxed on the money after correcting of inflation. To buy and sell these, all you need is a brokerage account. Just go to NSE website and type EBB ETF 0423, which means that it's a Bharat Bond ETF maturing in April 2023. You can buy and sell this anytime. It's highly liquid, very secure. Your bank or mutual fund agent will never talk to you about the about to investment simply because they have no commission benefit here. Only a financial advisor like me will give you a clarity on how it works and what would work for you. The next one would be social security schemes by government of India. For example, Sukanya Samriddhi scheme, Pradhan Mantri, Vaya Vandana Yojana, National Security, National Saving Certificate, etc. All these are options which are backed by government and invest in government projects will provide you guaranteed returns. Just be prudent to understand that there is a long lock-in period here and you cannot easily get out of these investments and also these are not very well managed accounts and hence your returns might not even beat inflation. Having said that, they enjoy sovereign security meaning you are absolutely safe. The next one is mutual funds investing in government bonds. Mutual fund companies sell these products. You will need to read their documents extremely carefully to understand where they are investing in short term bonds, long term bonds, GSECs, etc, etc. And they have management charges. Some very good investment managers will get you good returns as well, 4 to 8% depending on market conditions. But read the offer document very, very carefully. Next comes the bank products. I am referring to recurring deposits, fixed deposits, which you always keep on putting in the bank. This is a no-brainer for every person who is listening because you might have done it at some point of time. The truth is, they are not secured as compared to the above four items I provided it to you and hence will give you better return on your investment. Please remember that a bank can always go bankrupt and the maximum money you can get back is 5 lakhs. If somebody is telling you otherwise, please walk away from that discussion. Next is corporate bonds. 
you can buy and sell these type of bonds in NSE and BSE and are offered by good companies. They work very similar to government bonds but are offered by companies. They are much less secure and hence you need to be very cautious of the company rating. It's denoted as AA, AA minus, AB, etc. AAA is a highest rated and is primarily for government issued bonds. Reliance INDS 15 slash 25 REGS is one such example. Please research the company and issue details before investing. Hybrid debt mutual funds. These are mutual funds which focus on providing you returns by investing in corporate bonds and government bonds. The returns are slightly higher than government bonds but lesser than that of corporate bonds and so is the risk. I personally don't like them because I want to be clear on what my investment profile or objective is. Finally, there are also a handful of mutual funds that invest in foreign debt securities. Since they are very few and have significantly lower returns than those securities issued in India, please stay away from them. The list I have provided is from the risk level of lowest to highest. When I say highest, it means in the category of fixed income. In the category as risk level increases, the returns also increase. You can expect to make a 3 to 5% for government securities, T-bills, Bharat bond ETF, 5 to 8% for bank deposits, corporate bonds and mutual funds. Looking at the returns, don't be disheartened because almost all of these enjoy tax benefits and secondly, it is secured. Here is my take on bonds. These are must-have in your portfolio. As you are reaching your retirement, slowly shift your exposure from equity to bonds. Your portfolio should also have at least 20% exposure to bond at all times. This includes EPF or PPF which also primarily invest on bonds. You can buy or sell bonds directly like stocks. It's a myth buster for all those who believe that bonds have to be held for a long time Bank FDs carry risk. Unfortunately, it is never highlighted and are never comparable to government bonds which carry zero default risk. Corporate bonds are good ways to invest and diversify your bond portfolio and get a decent returns. Huge tax savings when you invest in fixed income securities. Tax savings can come in multiple ways. Tax-free bonds, tax post-indexation, tax benefit at filing, etc. Never compare benefits of bonds to equities. It's like comparing apples to oranges. Bonds are a must-have in your in your portfolio. The concentration in your portfolio can vary based on your risk appetite, age, market conditions. Hope to catch up with you next time with an all-new exciting episode of Kisa Bachatka. Stay safe, stay indoors. Bye. Hello listeners. Thank you for joining the podcast. I am your host Vinayak Bhatt and you are listening to the podcast Money Matters. This is India's only podcast focused on personal finance for the Aam Admi of India. I am an NCFM certified Chartered Financial Analyst student with more than 15 years of experience in helping individuals becoming financially self-sufficient. This show is not an investment advice for products but an educational series to get you financially independent. If you have any questions or comments, 
प्लीज रीच आउट टू मी एट किस्सा बचत का एट रिडिफमेल डॉट कॉम और व्हाट्सएप मी एट नाइन सेवन फोर वन जीरो फोर फोर सिक्स सिक्स जीरो अगेन द व्हाट्सएप नंबर इज नाइन सेवन फोर वन जीरो फोर फोर सिक्स सिक्स जीरो